Welcome to Engage, Elevate, and Empower, the new podcast for Community School District 7 in the South Bronx. Find us online at csd7bx.org. My name is Wanda Hill. I'm a District 7 parent coordinator at the Laboratory School of Finance and Technology, MSHS 223. The mission of Community School District 7 is as follows. In order to develop conscious, civic-minded, independent, successful 21st century leaders and global citizens, District 7 empowers all stakeholders by ensuring students are at the forefront of our work, promoting equity and diversity, utilizing community partnerships, promoting professional inquiry, collaboration, and excellence and providing a safe, orderly, and efficient environment. My name is Timothy Coleman, and I am the Family Leadership Coordinator for Community School District 7 in the Mott Haven section of the South Bronx. Our motto in District 7 is to engage, elevate, and empower. As a part of our Parent Empowerment Center, we seek to ensure that our parents receive the proper support they need to reach their goals and to see their dreams come true. Our neighborhood is full of people with all types of talents and skill sets, and through this show, we seek to highlight the contributions of community members as a means of helping to change the narrative of the South Bronx. We hope that you enjoy the show. Today we're going to be learning how to wash our hands. Step one, we wet our hands with some water. Step two, we put some liquid soap on our hands. And step three, we wash our hands out of the water for 20 seconds. And step four, we put our hands back in the water. And step five, we get some paper towels to wash, to dry our hands. And step six, we turn off the flosser with our paper towel. And step and step seven, we put the napkin in the garbage. That was Cameron Sosa, a student from our 3K pre-K site, Learning Through Play. Hi, my name is Rafael T. Alvarez, and I am the superintendent of Community School District 7. The vision of our district is to empower, engage, and inspire students, leaders, staff, and all community members in a safe and inclusive learning environment. Hello, everyone. My name is Orlean Crossdale. I'm the parent coordinator at MS-296 SBAM. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic that is affecting over 140 countries, including the United States, New York City Mayor de Blasio and New York City DOE Chancellor Carranza have called, have closed all public schools. 1.1 million students are now taking classes from home online. Today, I will be speaking with a scholar at my school about her experience with online learning. Here with me today is... Hi, my name is Khadija Sisoko, and I am in the eighth grade, and I attend SPAM. 
Thank you for joining us, Khadija. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How did you feel when you first found out that school would be closed until April 20th at minimum? To be honest, hearing that school will be closed until April 20th really did make me upset and disappointed. I hated the idea that schools will be closed for so many reasons. I prefer in-person learning when getting my education. I will miss, I am missing many teachers, many staff members, many of my friends. Overall, just the whole school building. How was the transition from your in-person instruction to on online learning? The first few days were difficult and I really hated online learning because of the technical difficulties I, were ha I was having, but I do somewhat have the hang of it. What do you like about online learning? I like that even though online learning has its times of being annoying, it is simple and flexible. I am not constrained about time. What are some challenges you're dealing with during online instructions? When we do online Zoom video calling, the muting part sometimes doesn't work properly and it causes problems. Also, navigating the system can be complicated, but you do get the hang of it eventually. What are some of the differences of online learning? Some differences of online learning is that sometimes the sounding doesn't sound right when doing online video calling. It feels chaotic and not pleasant. I just prefer in-person learning because the communication is easier and it feels more real than online learning. Online learning feels more like a simulation. What are some advantages to online learning? Um, some advantages of online learning is the ability to work in one place. You feel more comfortable in your surroundings. What are some of the disadvantages to online learning? Some disadvantages of online learning is technical difficulties, limited interactions. It might sound funny or weird, but I miss walking down the hallway. I miss deep conversations with schoolmates and teachers. I just miss the little things and big things as well. My senior year activities in the eighth grade are ruined. I won't get to spend time with my fellow eighth graders as much now. How has online learning changed your day-to-day -day schedule? Online learning has made my life boring, to be honest. I have less excitement for school, um, but I do know that this is all for the better and do hope we'll be able to return to school on April 20th. When school resumes, let's say in September, do you think some classes should be online or, and some should be in person as they do in many colleges? Yes, I do think some classes should be online and some should be in person because some kids do like online learning and some kids like in-person learning and it will be beneficial for everyone to have a mix of both. Khadija, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Um, I yes, wish you that you and your family stay safe and healthy. Again, this is Ms. Orlean, Parent Coordinator, MS296-SBAM. Thank you so much for joining us. Anything else you want to add, Khadija? Um, no, I am good. I, I just hope everyone stays safe. Thank you, Khadija. Hello, my name is Lourdes Rodriguez. I am the Parent Coordinator at PS43. I'm here to talk about how to make chocolate fudge with just two ingredients that is usually found in your food pantry. The first item is you will need is two and a half cups 
of semi-sweet chocolate chips. And the other item is one can, 14 ounces of sweetened condensed milk. Now how to make it is step one, line an eight inch square baking dish with two pieces of parchment paper, allowing the size to drape over. Step two, combine chocolate chip and condensed milk in a microwavable bowl. Microwave at high about two minutes until melted and smooth, stopping every 30 seconds to stir. Step three, pour mixture into a prepared dish and chill at least one and a half hours, carefully lifting fudge out of the dish using side of parchment papers as handles and place onto a cutting, cutting board. Cut into 16 pieces. Enjoy! How do we maintain our sense of community in times like these? Social distancing versus social identity. Prior to recent events, it seemed like the global pastime of choice was to have our heads buried inside of our tech devices. Whether you were on public transit, walking down the street, and sometimes into a water fountain in a mall in the Midwest, or even taking that habitual look at your device while at work, our tech was never out of sight for more than a few minutes. In fact, if you're like most people, your phone has become a modern-day safety blanket. Now that many around the globe have been forced to stay inside to help slow the rate of the infection we now know as the coronavirus, people are feeling pressured to keep up with technology. Somehow, having our devices as our only form of interaction has raised stress levels and is slowly driving people to the brink of exhaustion just to keep up. More than ever before, people are asking themselves, who am I in this digital age? We are creatures of habit who need a mix of interactions in order to maintain a sense of psychological wellness. Do you have a friend that you call when you need advice, but a different friend that you call when you need a deep, hearty laugh, or even a different friend than that that you would go to for that soul-wrenching cry? In a time when social distancing has forced us to rethink our social identity and how we should be looking to fit in with billions of other tech-driven humans, it's important to remember that by default, we will always be a part of our local community. History has shown that when one crisis ends, another one arises. Let's make the decision to appreciate one another for our differences as well as for our innate similarities. Without a strong sense of community, we are left to simply point and click. Your physical reality will always outweigh your social identity. So disconnect, slow down, and remember, your life has purpose. My name is Timothy Coleman. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. New Yorkers, only call 911 during a real emergency. Allow first responders to assist those most in need. If you are not severely ill, follow the guidelines put in place by the New York City Department of Health and keep healthcare access available for those with more severe illnesses. If you have more severe symptoms, such as difficulty breathing and very high fever, go to an emergency department. Only call 911 if you need help right away. If you need help finding a healthcare provider, call 311. 
For more information, visit nyc.gov coronavirus and text COVID to 692-692 for updates from Notify NYC. Again, please only call 911 during a real emergency. This message was brought to you by the New York City Fire Department. Hello, everyone. My name is Denise Jordan. I am the parent coordinator of Public School 161, District 7 of the South Bronx. Welcome to Denise's weekly dose of sunshine. Has anyone told you how amazing you are? You are simply amazing. Now, let's find ways to let someone else know how amazing they are. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Engage, Elevate, and Empower, the Community School District 7 podcast coming to you from the South Bronx. Please share this episode and be sure to come back next week when we hear from parents who will be speaking about the impact online learning has had on their daily lives.